I'm Sydney. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Deal. A conversation about love, life, and everything in between. We are wheeling and dealing and navigating poorly how how to deal. deal. sipping on the most one of the most delicious what is this sparkling sparkling rosé natty sparkling rosé the brand is sophie james and this bottle was gifted to us by um nicole at open space studios open space studios is where we record this podcast and it's changed our life truly and this bottle is celebrating our launch which happened very recently and we're thrilled thrilled we we love it we love being here thank you guys for listening to us and we're gonna get drunk about it our favorite thing to do (laughs) um we were just chatting before we hit the record button about something that is really puzzling and upsetting to you actually it is it's upsetting to me i'm i'm 30 and it's a subject that i have i have not become comfortable with because anytime i try to think about it, it i get scared what's interesting um about talking about this is that i've never thought about it not once and i think about this more than i care to admit but now i won't be able to stop is the problem yeah yeah welcome to welcome to the inner workings of my mind where at 30 i refuse to learn anything about eggs and and i'm talking about the eggs that we eat for breakfast in the morning the eggs that i eat almost every morning i don't know how eggs work i don't get it um i'm not sure what it is i'm not sure where it comes from i'm not sure what it comes out of i'm not sure if it's fertilized if it's not fertilized how does it become fertilized is it hard in the body is it only hard outside of the body like i don't i'm not clear about chicken reproduction and i Every time I'm sure I there's try, a documentary too, but you don't want to watch that. No, I, I actually need to not know. If I'm ever to eat an egg again, I we think that know. I must remain in the dark. I must remain ignorant. What's funny about this is that Sydney starts talking to me about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I am like, what's there to even think about? It's like eggs. And then she's like, no, no, no. Like, is it hard when it comes out of the body? And I was like, wait. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, if the rooster isn't there they still make the eggs yeah yeah and then i was like is there a yolk yep and nicole was like of course there is right and i'm like what do you mean of course there is exactly <laughs> exactly every fact that you think you know about eggs is probably wrong you don't actually you don't, you don't fucking know you and think if you, you know, asked one more question you wouldn't know the answer to that it question. completely falls apart yeah it, it fucking falls apart it's like water dripping through your fucking finger and cracks. can you eat a fertilized egg i don't know <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, How like, do you know the difference? Uh, am, I, am I supposed to be taking all my eggs, what? cracking them, putting them in a fucking Petri dish and just seeing if a fucking cellular system forms? I don't know. Well, one time when I cook them, does it kill a chicken? Right. So, because sometimes, sometimes I've cracked a fucking egg and I've seen what looks like a little bit too much. You know, it's, it's giving, little... it's giving blood clot and it's giving eyeball. Gross. It's giving like something's there capillaries fetus yeah 
I dated a guy, the ex, for a long time. Yeah. Oh my God, look at where we're at. I dated a guy. <laughs> so casual. Casual. Um, the ex uh, was a farmer and family was on a farm. And so one of the things that would happen when we would go over there is that the dad would like come inside at the end of the day and, or he'd go, he'd be like, how many eggs? And we'd be like six or like two. And he would go to the coop and mm-hmm. get the Get See the how eggs. many eggs See, and bring them back even, inside. You can't even talk about the eggs because we don't even know the <laughs> we lingo. Don't we don't even know egg lingo. <laughs> just get the eggs and bring them in, and we'd be like, Yay. "Oh my god, you were right." It's <laughs> just like, you know, simple simple pleasures on the farm, but they had a rooster, right? So I'm like, were all of them? I have no fucking idea. Also, that shell is hard. It was a hard shell. So is is the rooster sperm? penetrating a shell like no that's not a real thing but then one time i got an egg that had two yolks in it twins yeah gross but like that's when you can't that's when i can't eat it anymore no no for me with eggs it doesn't matter if i cook them if someone else cooks them how they're cooked i can only eat three fourths or 75 percent of any egg that's served to me because because i I have to go fast even because (laughs) because if i don't i no matter what about it i get the egg ick I get icked. But you I do ick. that with every piece of your food. I also don't eat the last bite of just about everything. Yeah, I don't you know do that why. with every single thing that you eat. It's true. But the egg, the egg. <laughs> it really fucks you for, up. For, for the egg, it's not even, maybe it's not even about the amount. Perhaps for me, it's just the timing. It's like, if I need to eat an egg, I better gulp it. Like, You're talking d- about a boiled egg. I'm talking about any, an any, egg in any form. You can't eat an, a scrambled egg. A oh, portion of scrambled 30 egg. seconds. 30 seconds. Is the, it different for the boiled egg? Like, Okay, if it's a deviled egg, yeah, different category altogether. I could eat. Okay, here's the thing about deviled <laughs> eggs. Okay, here's the thing about deviled eggs. Okay, if someone were to say to you, if someone were to say to you, um, hey, do you want to eat twelve boiled eggs right now? What would you say? <laughs> what would you say? I would say I could eat one. You go. That's an insane amount of eggs. That's ridiculous. Okay, in the morning you're making breakfast. What are you gonna eat? One I or would two? eat one. Yeah, one I or two. Eat one. Well, you, you should probably be doing more than that. But my point is, that's a reasonable amount of eggs, okay? Sure. Now, what if I tell you, hey, we're going to have hamburgers later. But before we have hamburgers, um, there are 12 eggs that have been halved. Their innards have been mixed with mayonnaise, seasonings, relish, etc. I've put cheese on them. And they're on a plate. Suddenly now I can eat 12 I'm, eggs. You, can, you like refill? No problem. Like, I can also eat, half. They're halves, they're but, halves, but I could eat without without hesitation half of a dozen to a dozen so deviled eggs. Fucked from their original form, or no, from they're the... just delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so eggs are not delicious. No, eggs normally. Are, well, uh, okay, all right. Boiled egg versus a deviled egg. Yeah, that's fucking delicious. Yeah, for sure. But then you put the salt on it, and it's like you got to be in a certain mood. You know what I mean? I was, I had a really big boiled egg phase. I there was a time, especially when I was doing the no gluten, no dairy, I was carrying boiled mm. eggs in my purse. When we were in Italy, that yeah. was like one of the, when we were in Italy. Oh Christ. Here we fucking <laughs> go. All I could, we made when it we two were minutes. On the Viara, um, no, but we had, we had meals in the house mm-hmm. that were prepared by someone at the house on staff. Okay. Be chill. She's trying. Do you see her trying I'm to trying be like to not not sound like a fucking monster? I know their private chef They're that was right. at the villa. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. She's like by a person who was on the staff? Question mark. Like <laughs> she's okay, trying so hard to sound relatable. Would cook three course meals 
for lunch and dinner but breakfast was kind of like here's some cereal and and one pot of coffee and like we would drink the pot of coffee and they'd be like we've never seen people drink so much coffee and we're like we're american we're american <laughs> you know like it we're was, fueled by duncan like give me a break it was hilarious but so at the, at day two we were you know and two of the people that were there go bike riding for like hours a day and so they were like really needing protein in the morning when before they rode sustenance yeah. and real sustenance besides like a piece of toast and so we were like oh can you pick up some eggs from the market like here's some money and we'll boil them and so she started boiling eggs every morning and michael would just bring eggs everywhere yeah across the across it's incredible it was, we would be at a restaurant and he would take out the egg he'd be cracking an egg crack a fucking egg waiting for that in its own case yeah it was it's perfect in, it's incredible it changed my opinion about egg as a snack oh well that's wait we're talking about katie's husband yeah yeah hot, well he's hot a gym Michael. he's a gym guy and <laughs> he us is a gym, gym guy us gym people you know what we fucking love to do body some eggs body some see i'd like never I never, I said I've and never been in a gym, you know. Well, <laughs> you you have, but we do love an egg. It's a great protein source. I I love eggs. I just can't think about it too much, or I'm gonna cry because yeah. I it's like a mystery that is beyond me. It's like to me, egg is a microcosm of space or like the depths of the ocean. You know what I mean? It's like it's to begin too, thinking. Yeah, you will never. You'll not stop. You'll never you solve stop. the equation of the egg. Now, this you said something that made me think of something, and it's that people need breakfast and here's something that I'm I've experienced throughout my life um as I've traveled for work as I have traveled to visit Mallory's mom um people don't think about breakfast people okay people don't eat breakfast yeah at all no no meals people people aren't eating as much as me people are not eating as much as me I want three solid meals a day that are balanced and not at a weird or bad time like i've learned that i actually have a lot of you've learned you're that you're be, high maintenance <laughs> i was about to say it's gonna come as a huge shock to everybody who's listening but turns out i've got some yeah, peculiarities I'm very particular about everything turns in my out, life turns out i'm not really a go with the flow kind of girl oh my god who couldn't who could imagine that when i called you the other day to tell you that the location that we wanted to go to was closed that you would be like i had a meltdown that's fine I was trying to be cool about it and I wasn't. You. Do you know why? Okay, okay. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Did you pick me up for emotional support? Did I what? You were like, I'll drive you. Was it for emotional support? No. Okay. No. I was okay. Okay. My, well, just, I've always been like this. I've always been like this. But when I was younger, I was better at pretending not to be. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, I've always been like this. But when I was younger, I was like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever, the, whatever you guys want to do, if the plan changes, that's totally fine. And inside, I'm like, ah, like screaming, but like my mouth is closed. Like I'm like, ah, but like my mouth is closed. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and now that I get older, I'm like, I'm not having a good time. Um, and and I do struggle with change. I do struggle with the plans being changed. When I agree to one plan, that is the plan that I wish to agree to. I do not want to agree to, like, if you say, let's go get coffee and I go, okay. And then you go, oh, actually my friend so-and-so is joining us and we're going to meet at this lunch spot instead. No, you have changed. If you change the people, the location, the time, that's a whole new plan. That's not, that's, that, that's a, you know, so thank, thankfully it was just a location. <laughs> <laughs> because if the time had changed baby i'm out i'm out i'm staying home i'm out no so me <sighs> saying this is all this is to say 
And me and Mallory have both learned this as we travel. Is she? We eat three meals a day. Is she the same? Yes. Or did you train her to be that way? I think I trained her to be that way. Really? Well, she, when we started dating, wasn't eating at all. Like, she would come to my house and be like, here, I had a zucchini for lunch. I'm like, that's not lunch. Lunch is a combination of, like, <laughs> all meals need to have fat, carbs, yeah, protein. Kyle's the same way, but then he'll, like, not eat all day long. No, not me. Well, cause you're also, like, I'm sitting my ass down. We're going to have lunch. Well, I also am hypoglycemic. So yeah. it's like, I can't just like forget to eat. It's like mm. the minute my blood sugar starts dropping, I'm going to make it problem. everybody's motherfucking problem. Yeah. So people who are like, yeah, I guess we'll just like get lunch. Like, I don't know, like one or two. I'm like one, one? or two people. Mallory's family, Mallory's extended family who are all restaurant people and all work in restaurants, own restaurants, run restaurants, whatever. They're like, yeah, I guess we'll start cooking at 8 p.m. I know I'm a late dinner eater too. Not great what time for the digestion. Hungry? I usually eat like I usually eat when I wake up. So around eight or nine a.m. I sleep late. Get over it. I mean, that's me. So yeah, I would it. sleep until 1 p.m. if I could. I know I'm a, I'm a nighttime girly. Yeah. So I, I wake up at a casual seven ish. Naturally, I eat around eight or nine. And then by noon. Yeah, I'm going to need another meal, baby. And then if I eat at noon, that means that around three or four, I'm going to need a snack. Oh my God. I'm going to need a little snacky poo. And then I want to be, I want dinner to be in the works no later than 6 p.m. But what time are you going to bed? 10? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bed at 10. Okay. So, so that's my preferred schedule. But when, when I'm not in control of that, like when I'm at someone else's house and I wake up in the morning and they're like, here, we have a biscuit. I'm like, where is the protein? Where's the rest of it? Oh, they're like, here, I have this fruit. A fruit? You expect my brain to function for the next several hours on fructose? <laughs> and nothing else? I'm starving. I feel like I've been training to live life on the edge and just like with or for anyone else's whims like forever. Like my... Your body is like lucky if it gets a tablespoon of water like lucky and you're like you're lucky bitch yeah don't complain don't complain i literally ate for the first time today at 5 p.m first time and i was a but i think i put my body i don't know how many years i'm taking off my life shaving Shaving. several but just like the amount of like stress and panic like (laughs) the anxiety i'm like i'm not i wake up and i'm like i'm sick yeah (laughs) so i what's your not hungry okay all right best case scenario you've got nowhere to be nothing to do you're on vacation what is your ideal eating schedule do you have one i really honestly love to eat dinner late in the evening okay and i don't go to bed until very late anyway so you can so survive makes... at a 6 p.m dinner you'd be starving by but yeah like yeah. i would have to eat again mm-hmm. later on that's like what has happened in the past so it doesn't mm-hmm. really make sense for that to be the thing i think ideally i'd sleep until like nine mm-hmm. wake up chill eat at like one or two your first meal yeah Oh, no. Like, I'm not hungry until then. Oh, that's bad. I don't know. That means your hormones are fucked up. You're supposed to wake up hungry. I'm sure. <laughs> that's actually I'm not thing. surprised yeah. that oh, my yeah. hormones are fucked oh, up. Oh, shit's fucked over here. Yeah, shit is. We know that it's fucked. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I would love for a specialist to check me out. Would love it. Well, I know that you would, would love a specialist. Spon- <laughs> I would happily sponsor. Let's get a specialist to sponsor. You know, I'm a willing applicant. I'm willing as a study an apprentice that is looking to do some tests it's okay like i'm down you You come from a long line of women who just never went to the doctor who will also who have again treated their bodies like 
good enough. Like you better deal with it. Deal with it. We have like you're getting to do you're getting and a we have Snickers bar and a Coke. Yeah. And you're getting good luck. <laughs> you're getting four cookies today. That's it. That's it. Good luck. good luck. My my body on the other hand is like baby, I need volume. Like I need like I okay, I'll never forget this. Um me and my ex, the ex. <laughs> we're doing it again <laughs> um we she had family who lived in dc and we were actually in dc to visit my family but we were staying with her family so we were kind of like getting all the family in it was very sweet okay. her aunt and her uncle we were staying with them in like their big beautiful house in the suburbs and um i remember we flew in that day and they were like oh my gosh like we're so excited like don't worry we'll cook dinner tonight like we'll all eat at home and i'm like amazing and of course i've been on a plane so like the last thing that i ate was like a, a starbucks oatmeal at 6 a.m and then like a coffee and then like i hadn't eaten since so by the time we get to dinner i'm starving and of course um th these people work so they're not getting home until like i think they we started cooking at like 8 p.m which you know i'm already now i'm not having a good time yeah. now i'm being rude yeah like whatever comes out of my mouth when i'm hungry, you're not responsible for it i can't be held responsible i'm sorry so we we the people come home they start cooking ashley also it's important to note these people were like triathletes they were like in their 50s or 60s but they were like biking 18 miles to work every day and like swimming every day like these were like super fit people i want to tell you that we were served hot dogs this I, we were all served like half of a fillet of like barbecue cut salmon so i would say probably like two cubic inches oh my God. of a piece of salmon some some greens with a vinaigrette so i'm pretty sure these like people just greens i mean i i believe that it was arugula salt pepper lemon olive oil yeah and we all shared like one little tear of, of a piece of bread a piece of bread a piece of bread that was it that was it that was it <laughs> i ate that and i was literally like i mean it, what the, what I, it's what it seemed like to me i was like this is half the portion of that a normal person would need to eat do they this is their normal portion size yeah yep are they really skinny yep <laughs> and i said oh i'm a hungry girl and that is just like one of many times where i have been like and then you're trapped Staying in their house some, and then i'm trapped in their house and you're like cool i'm ordering chick-fil-a i'm in the burbs i'm in the burbs what what's by us nothing and i don't have a car i i literally like cried to my ex that night i was like i'm literally starving the first thing that we do have to do in the morning we have to wake up early and uber to breakfast because i'm going to I'm, die i'm hungry now yeah i mean she felt terrible but like we we're we both were like i mean we we're both south louisiana girls so we were You're looking like, at that like mm -mm. are you joking mm -mm. yeah you should, i mean the, sh the food that my grandmother fixes for a like casual weekday lunch it's three courses oh i mean it could feed an army it's yeah. a shocking amount of food it's too much and then food. they get really mad at you like i had dinner with my mimi last night oh, no. and we shared everything and we went to this like metairie restaurant of course oh my god the metairie. it was like the most disgusting yeah. kyle sat down he goes these are the largest tiles i've ever <laughs> seen in my life what a shit bag <laughs> and it was just like are you so gonna name drop to me yeah it was august oh dear god whatever are people going there anymore no like not august the one that we know oh no it's austin's sorry oh my god after that's a no, shit talk no i love august it was austin's in austin's. metairie i've never heard of this <clears throat> which is like a steakhouse i don't even know okay um but we went and we shared all this food and the portion sizes at metairie restaurants are oh huge insane huge. just like the size like you just put your arms together 
you know, like you're making a little ball and it's like, that's literally the size of the plate. And she was like, we're going to share everything. I was like, that's actually a good idea. But (laughs) it's like every time that we would be full and there was still shit on the plate, she'd be like, Callie, this, you can, you can finish that. You got it. You got it. Well, there's, there's, this is depression era grandma trauma. It's so upset. Like just like, yeah, this this is good. This is good food. It's good food. Don't waste Don't waste it. The way that I was, the way that my grandmother on one hand will force feed me chicken tenders that she made. Oh yeah. Like homemade chicken tenders, homemade French fries. Oh yeah. Uh, a, a piece of French bread. The way that she will force me to eat that. And then in the next breath be like, you're losing weight. You're looking like you're putting on some weight, babe. Babe, you're looking, you're looking like, you're, this is my Cajun <laughs> grandma accent. Like you're looking like you're putting that into like the pinch. They'll pinch you. Yeah. Every time I come home, my dad asks if I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then he's like, let's uh-huh. eat. Like they, that's, yeah. that's like what Southern family yep. members do. They're like, they're like, we just finished a four course meal that we slaved all day like to make. And then we like serve to you mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to eat all of it. Oh yeah. At, we'll guilt you, we'll and get shame you, you into eating all of it. And then I'm going to be like, you going to the gym? You, are you, do you have a gym near you? And they say it as though, like, they say it as though I don't look at my body every day. Like, they're like, hey, did you know that you're fucking fat? (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, you know what? You're really filling out your clothes. You're like, so much for telling me. Thank you so much for telling me. Thank you so much for telling me. I, I'm, I feel like I've told this exact story on this very pod before, but a few uh, Thanksgivings ago, it was a Louisiana Thanksgiving. So by that, I mean, it's 80 degrees outside we're in sweaters because it's festive, but you know, we're dropping the AC and it's yeah. a million degrees. Yeah. And Southern um, Christmas. I, I get to my, my grandparents and I'm like, y'all it's so fucking hot in here. I gotta turn the air down. So I round the corner to go drop the air cause it's hot. And my grandmother says out the corner of her goddamn neck, she hits me with a, and she says it on her breath. She goes, she's hot like that. Cause she put on all that weight. The way that my head <laughs> 180 degree swiveled to look at her i like whipped around the corner and i was like first of all i was like first of all um any more commentary positive negative or otherwise about my body or its form and i the only child and only grandchild i will simply leave period Number you really one, gotta put the boundaries up i will leave verbally i will leave and i know for them again i'm the only child only grandchild that's devastating the, the thought of you know everything's around me so if i leave there's no holiday so huge threat number mm-hmm. one number two i go is it that i've put on all this weight or is it that you're a frail little old lady <laughs> with no body mass and it's june and you've got a blanket on okay all right, lady, you've got one foot in the fucking grave, crypt keeper. <laughs> At least some of us have enough fucking body fat to regulate our body temperature. <laughs> you did not say that. To oh, her. I did. Oh, I did. What did she do? Oh, started crying. But my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My grandma, my grandma is a very simple woman. She's not very educated. Um, she's she's super wise, but like she's not very. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but crying is her only tool oh you know what i mean like she doesn't she can't like make a great argument she can't like tell talk about her feelings so she's she just cries and then everybody feels bad for her and then we all stop yeah so she cried i was like yeah but 
But that no, is difficult. I bet. I bet. And then my grandfather, who we didn't realize at the time was starting to show symptoms of Alzheimer's, he got really like Alzheimer fixated on my weight. And so then every time he would see me, he would be like, you look like you gained weight, bleh, bleh. You look like you put on weight. And I once told him, yeah, I have put on weight, old man, and I could fucking this is bench press you look, into the sun. To all of the older people, Sydney's not afraid of fight. I will fight. Yeah. I will fight. Well, like, I just like, you know, I don't understand. It's um like the older generations. I do get it. I understand why. But like, I don't mind making them uncomfortable when they make me uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, as a gay, they often make me uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm going to make you uncomfortable right back, bitch. Yeah. That I like weird. that about you. I think yeah. that that's, I think more people should feel that way. I think, you know, being raised a people pleaser, the thought of doing that makes me want to crawl into a hole and die. You'd rather die than do I'd that. I'd rather die than make yeah. anyone else uncomfortable. But people are comfortable making you uncomfortable. Yeah. That's fucked up. Well. Balance it, bitch. <laughs> no. I, I was in a store the other day and um, several older ladies walked in and I was in the dressing room, so I didn't even see them, but I overheard them picking up garments off the rack and just like making constant body commentary being mm. like oh, if i was 30 years younger or like oh, i've been trying to lose that last 20 for the last you know 30 years and like oh i used to wear cute things like this and i mean like all of them it just makes me so sad it makes me sick and you re- i feel like i don't really hear it because i don't follow that a lot right. of the time like i'm not having those conversations mm-hmm. that's not the conversations that me and my friends are really yeah. having i mean i think making time to go to the gym or a class and making sure that we're moving is more yeah. of the positioning of the convo and making sure that we're like healthy but the like body shaming is not really part of the convo and when you go to the mall because i don't go to the mall oh yeah but i was in houston and i went to the galleria it's like the first thing i did because i was like oh my god there's a real fucking mall here this is amazing i actually discovered the galleria in 2023 it was so beautiful it's been huge it's been a huge i mean life changing for me like just the world has opened up truly like the things that are possible i have so much to say about the galleria yeah we'll put a pin in that we'll put a pin but i went there first and i was in the um the dressing room and i was like i haven't been in dressing room (sighs) never and so it was so depressing what everyone was saying and like hearing all of the older ladies and the younger women also and i'm like oh great we've just never progressed like this is just some people have what it is and some people haven't i've learned and it's always well, i think like societally oh. and then you're looking at their runways these days and i don't know how tied you are to the fashion not seen and like i'm still very much tied to that world and i'm looking at all the editors covering because i follow them like personally and a lot of them are like yeah, it's really easy. Like the joke being like, is it a good outfit or is she just skinny? Yeah. It's like prevalent. Always. And then the whole like, oh, we did this whole thing where there were plus size models on the runway and like all this inclusive sizing that was happening, especially in designer spaces. And like this year on the runway, there was like nothing, like yeah. nobody. Well, no, because now we have a Zimpic. So, so no one needs to be fat anymore. Now, again, we're back to fat being a moral failing by yeah, fat people. It's really why it's like we really bounced back from that yeah. like very quickly. Yeah. And then it just emphasizes how much of a political like fake agenda. Totally. Sales oriented totally. scheme that whole movement was, which I think like for actual people who care about that and like who are trying to fight for that being a presence in the space and like visually in that, in that space, whether it's marketing or like designer stuff, like 
that's so fucked up and unfair because it's like we really were gaining traction well no it's because um they're fair weather friends right so it's like if fat people if we think that fat people can make us money and become a new demographic then we're happy to totally, cater to you totally. and if you and if you're not trendy anymore then you're kicked to the curb it's the same thing it's the same thing as target bud light all these companies oh my god yeah with lg oh my yeah. god they, they want to be they want to be inclusive quote unquote right air quotes important here they want to be inclusive they want to be part of the conversation they want to be quote on the right side of history okay so then what do they do they put marketing dollars and marketing efforts into rainbow lgbt stuff whatever they face backlash what do they do pull crumble it. crumble pull it pull pull it crumble like a house of cards and it's because they want the cachet of being with it they want to be they want to align themselves with that agenda but they're not willing to put any fucking skin in the game they're not willing to lose money they're not willing to lose credibility they're not willing to lose any bit of their audience for another potential part of their audience and i think it's just funny i mean I'm i like, hope that people are taking note i well, feel I'm like, like welcome to being gay right welcome to being gay oh are you facing backlash for supporting lgbt people guess what you want to guess what lgbt people face lots of backlash just for like being themselves yeah it's not great it's not great so when i see target being pussies and when i see bud light also being pussies i'm like well the bud light thing is a whole other thing that's just weird um and it's like old now so i don't feel like it's relevant to even talk about but like it's just so funny to me as a gay person i'm like oh big brand oh you didn't like the felty oh was it hard to face criticism with your big brand hmm imagine being an individual Think about that. But they don't because, again, it's not about their actual support of these things. It's about um, aligning themselves with what they think is the right, quote unquote, thing of the moment. Well, I think it's like because they pulled it, like, what is the stance on Target now? You know what I mean? Like, I think I haven't seen and that's just because I haven't seen it. So I don't know if it's because it's probably out there. But just like what happens, it's like. <clears throat> okay we held you accountable you maybe came forth on that accountability and then when there's backlash to the accountability and you pull it what is the general public maybe not the ma majority opinion but like yeah. you know the people that you're catering to if you're if you think that you're launching something to cater to your audience which like it's fucking target like these big brands do a lot of research right, and like a should. lot of marketing dollars are spent on making sure that they're targeting the correct people or right. they're releasing things that are going to resonate with their mm -hmm. audiences mm -hmm. like well that's that's the thing that i did not understand about the bud light thing where i was like okay bud light i get it they're like we want to align with a younger hipper gen z audience i get it and gay people are cool sorry we're just cooler it's just what it is we've always been cooler but um so i get their intention with like trying to reach out to creators like dylan whatever the fuck her last name is i get the intention there but i'm also like me marketer you marketer all right but like comes to me and they go sydney we want to diversify we want a younger audience what are what's our strategy i'm not going to say go ahead and send bud light to some trans creators that's the last thing I'm going to say to do. What I'm going to say is, okay, your new audience is, uh, y'all want to do influencer marketing? It's going to be dudes streaming on Twitch, their video games. It's going to be dude sketch comedy people. It's going to be athletes. That's your, that's your plan. Though so you, you started with men and we can go, we can go all the shades. We can go the colors, but we're not going LGBT quite yet. It's a huge jump. If you want your younger audience, it's not happening. Also, 
Bud Light, you know your audience. Think about your like you know your audience. I just don't think that that was a flippant move. So like that was strategic, and they must have done research around it. No, I think what happened was it was not supposed to be the big deal. The big deal that it was, from what I understand, that was they just did product gifting to Dylan. Like it wasn't there was no campaign. It wasn't like Dylan's the new face of Bud Light. No, that's not what I thought it was either. But so I don't think. But I still don't think great strategy. Well, yeah, I mean, in in terms of like, do we think that if they probably just didn't think it was going to blow up. Right. No. But like. But off more than they could chew, I think. But but you see what I'm saying? Like that, my path for them would be like, okay, if they're, if y'all want to get a younger crowd, if you want to get a more diverse crowd, go for these, this group of men first, because that's also primarily your audience. And then to get, the, to get some women in, here's what you're going to do. Merch line, vintage Bud Light stuff, trucker hats. Yeah, Old I logos. mean, all that totally makes sense. That's what that's the direction I'm going in. Sure, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put gay people at the risk of the rest of my like at the mercy of the rest of my audience. Does that make sense? That's like what it is. Knowing that you're on, knowing yeah. that it's gonna be received poorly. I think that's <laughs> actually dangerous, damaging, offensive. Then, like, it, it just it's it's bad strategy to the creator that and made the content and well to to Dylan and to gay people. It's like, if, why would it's, you do that to us? Yeah. Right. Why would you do that? Why would you put me, why would you put my face knowingly in front of people who are going to be terrible to me? And, and I say that also with insider knowledge, like, you know, my bosses, Bo and Matt with probably this, like they do a lot of branded content, branded deals. A lot of that stuff they publish on their own pages. Obviously people who are following them or if they're coming across your for you page, like you probably agree with what they believe in, what they, what believe they stand in. Like for you're, you're probably, you probably don't fucking hate gay people. But what happens is these bigger brands who will go unnamed will put money to boost these, this content that the person created, that the person created. And so then now their content is going to eyeballs that it shouldn't. And the vitriol that I see in our comments daily when their videos get put across like the wrong for you page and it's people literally being wildly homophobic on the internet. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, it's so in like brands so who this want, this is the conversation. It's insensitive to gay people. This is, is the I conversation. Think. And that I think we got there. So like, that's, what's interesting yeah. is because I think a lot of people that are like, we need this to be more of the conversation. We need this to be more of the forefront. And like, I think most people would agree. Sure. Yeah. We need more awareness around around gay people and trans like support and mm-hmm. all these things and like introducing more of of what this is and that it's and that it's just it's the same as like someone liking a girl, someone liking a guy. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. All these things. Your your identity is just like it's like your it's clothes. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like how you're presenting yourself to the world. Yeah. It's really okay. But I have never thought about as a brand person, because mm-hmm. I've never had to expand an audience past who they, you know, it's like, we're talking about who you're there for. Right. And if you're trying to expand different from, conversation. It, from, and you're starting mm-hmm. a different conversation, mm-hmm. the fact that you could be putting your creators yeah. in danger yeah. or like actually opening Expose them up to them a to lot hate. of hate yeah. is a, is that's very interesting. I've never yeah. been a part of something like that before. Yeah. I, I think about, I honestly, it didn't even occur to me until I saw that side of it right. through my new job. It didn't, like, I've never thought about that. And I see it every day. I mean, of course we see internet hate, but it's right. not like. No, it's bad. And know. it's like, it's, 
Or we're like, it's good to get this in front of new people. And then you're like, actually, maybe it isn't. It's not. There's a way to do it delicately. And I do think that that is part of our responsibility. Like in our stupid, silly little roles as branding, marketing, sales, social girlies, like we, we are responsible for that. And I think what happened was if I, if I had to guess is that was a room full of gays and straight people who didn't think about that either. Mm-hmm. And I think well, they that, were like, yay, we're going to get right. new people. And I think what happens too is like, think about the people that we work with in our world, right? Like it's a very like liberal profession. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a very accepting profession. It's mostly women. Well, we wouldn't even think that that would even happen. You we, know what I mean? Right. It's, like, it's like that well, doesn't even cross. It's because we are insular in a way. It's like we, our worldview is so narrow that I think that we actually don't realize like we don't have a finger on the pulse quite exactly right about honestly like middle america quote unquote is way further from being a-okay with gay shit than we would like to believe like the obama presidency didn't just like fix shit like gay marriage becoming legal didn't like fix shit like the last four years of the president that we just had well god when dear god no i'm not talking Um, about biden no i'm talking about trump like all of that rhetoric not just towards gay people but i'm talking just like a general like us versus them rhetoric Mm -hmm. has uh i I saw a stat that said something like um support for lgbt issues in this country by straight people has dropped 10 percent in the last few years it was like 74 percent were cool with gay people and like not that stressed about it now it's like 61 percent i wonder why you know like so that being said it's just interesting to see companies wanting to leverage gays and leverage our audiences and leverage our cool factor and our cachet and, and their money and their money and don't and want yeah want us to earn money from them and are not willing and spend money with them and spend money with them and are not willing to actually risk any part of their brand identity or stand up for so. it or stand up for it yeah it's hilarious to me that i just like you yeah i mean i think it's like i've only looked at this with like oh the more that we get these partnerships or visibility like out there it's like positive 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 like that's great like more deals more more dollars to the to like these creators and these people and it's like actually not always like not always making this a little bit more of a safe space we should be or you should know that if you're going to partner with a marginalized community that it's going to come with a risk factor and if you're not willing to accept that risk and stand up for the people that you're partnering with, then you're full of shit. Yeah, you got to be ready to defend. Better be ready to defend. Yeah. Be ready to defend. And I also think, too, I mean, just in terms of, like, Dylan, like, I can't believe that Dylan, like, I think it's so important for creators to, both gay, straight, otherwise, to be smart about their own brand deals. I think some people get really clouded by, like, the money or the clout, and they're like, well, they're cutting me a check, so, like, that's fine. And it's like cool way to go and like like dylan partnering with bud light made no fucking sense at all at all it just like didn't make sense like this person's clearly not drinking bud light you know what i mean and it's not because dylan's transgender it's just like the rest of her brand is so like girly pop pink like dresses outfits beauty why would we put that person next to a a beer it just doesn't make sense and i feel bad for i mean dylan's 26 i think Mm -hmm. you know like she's like new to the game and kind of got thrown into this world and it's like and i think that's going to happen more and more with these influencers and these creators like y'all better it's not just their brand you better protect your brand too 
protect your brand. Your brand can't, like, if you're an LGBT creator, you need to be pretty fucking specific about what brands you're going to partner with. Just like hold them accountable as you would hold yourself accountable. Or don't or work as with like, them. Yeah. Or don't work with them. Don't take that check. Like that might, might not be the check for you to take, babe. See, we so defer on this. Like we really have different opinions. Well, here's the thing. Like I'm not aligning. If Okay. As a creator, let's say I were an influencer. I'm not. But let's say I were. The only credibility that I have to sell you anything is that you trust me as my audience. Right. You have to trust me. You have to trust me that when I'm saying I love this toothpaste, when I say I love this dress, when I say I love to go to this vacation spot, something about we have a tr there's a mutual trust there. And if I'm if we're like each other, like if I'm a gay person, I have to protect I have to protect the interests of my audience. So like I'm not going to partner with, I don't know, like BP oil or something as a South Louisiana. This what I think is interesting is like you lose in, credibility in the case of the, the Bud Light scenario which we'll stop talking about at some point. <laughs> um, like, we all go to dive bars. Yeah. Like, my friends drink Bud Light. Like, so many people in our lives drink Bud Light. I don't know anybody who drinks Bud Light. Really? Genuinely, I don't. Okay. That's not what I'm seeing when I, like, go out. Well, because you're straight. No, but I'm, like, <laughs> no, in queer-oriented spaces no, no. as well. People, queers are not at the fucking bar ordering a Bud Light, Ashley. I have seen. No. I have seen. They're ordering a Miller High Life. They're ordering, seen. they're ordering, I'm, I believe you that they're ordering red stripe. They're ordering, they're ordering cheap beer. They're ordering domestic cheap bottled beer. They're not fucking ordering Bud Light. I have seen at Poor Boys. I have. Now. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. I'll give you it. Fine. But. I'll follow your thread. All I'm saying is like, if I defer, like I have a different opinion than you where it's like, y'all, like a lot of marginalized groups have not been getting the coin from people and so when you if it even if it doesn't make sense and someone is offering you coin no i'm like take the fucking coin no. i don't care you know what i mean but, but you, that's where we differ well it's i think it's bad strategy i know but it's, it's like bad i'm like you take their money you know take their money and then risk alienating your audience that is actually paying your bills sure. you understand because not having those if you go do something like that stupid girl who did the shein like thing you're not on tiktok so i'm sure you're not following yeah i don't know this. what you're talking about there's this girl this influencer who clearly got paid to go on this like pr trip with shein and said all this great stuff about the factory conditions and like clearly got paid to do that yeah yeah and everybody's like ripping her right yeah and everybody's like no you're full of shit she's destroyed her whole audience yeah fuck she, like so yeah she took that check from shin which i bet was a big fat check and now has ruined her future career because she's lost all credibility yeah i mean I that's think, an extreme example no i think that's extreme and the bp oil is an extreme and like i think that's what i'm talking about it's like obviously let's not be not strategic and like if you're if you're a, brand, a large risk if your brand is a green brand, like if you're all about sustainability, that yeah, that, I mean, that then you can't do an Amazon partnership. Yeah, no, it makes sense. That right. makes sense. All, I think what I'm saying is like, if you are approached by a big brand and even if you maybe don't use that product, I mean, like it's a fucking beer brand. You know what I mean? Like, I think before all of this happened, that actually is like not that big of a deal. No, it's, you know, you're completely right. So I agree like, with what you're saying. Take the check. No, the, the, the Bud Light brand didn't seem politicized. Yeah, until you know now. what I mean? I think that's yeah. like the issue. It's like, she and like, yeah, we're talking right. about fast fashion. That's right. a problem. BP right. oil, like, yeah, we understand. Like, don't take the checks for the people that really right. don't align with you or doesn't make sense. But yeah. like, I think I'm, especially for 
people that would not have been offered these checks in the in the past i'm like take that fucking money and run but take it is the money scary and risk your reputation totally it, it is scary that i guess now it could seem like not a big deal at all and but i think that's in general something that's happening online in general it's like things that maybe would not have been a problem or like aren't that big of a deal or like you just kind of do this thing or you say one thing and then it's like something is misinterpreted or like something happens and then everyone's freaking out and it's a problem i see like okay this is sort of tangential but related i can't handle the way that people speak anymore (laughs) i cannot handle the way that people feel the need to couch every they have statement to like with, have a prologue uh, yeah like i just want to say like and this is just my opinion and like you don't have to agree with me and like i just think and like this is just my well thoughts. they've been taught to say that we've it's had insane. to say that we have to say that now because otherwise people are like how dare you in the comments and, you and know what I mean? my thing is my thing is i don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't get like, i know i i have an opinion it's obviously mine you obviously don't have to agree you your mileage may vary like why do we need to like we now have to list every fucking caveat yeah, before we, have to we list say every anything source. yeah it's exhausting it's I'm, terrible. Not, I'm just not doing it I know you well I know but I think that's why like it's you know exhausting. what I mean it's no, like I it's that's the why culture. everyone's it's, it's exhausting. just where we are and it's that's just, why I'm like it's gross y'all need to get out of your fucking houses you need to go talk to human beings in the street you need to touch grass you need to like log off okay go fuck someone like <laughs> get all, like literally like literally I, this and see that's the thing people talk about cancel culture i'm not scared of getting canceled at all first of all i'm long overdue let's be clear <laughs> long overdue for a canceling but like oh someone's going to cancel me why because i made a mistake interesting interesting and i've said it before and i'll say it again okay ready hey liberals <laughs> this is turning into uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, here's what I have to say to liberals. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. You listening? Clear your little ears out with some Q-tips. Okay. Listen to this one. How do you guys feel about prison reform? Out of curiosity. Mm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the liberal agenda on prison reform is abolish prisons, right? That people can commit crimes and that people can, uh, people are human beings and that they can be redeemed, that forgiveness is possible, that rehabilitation is possible, and that all human all human life is so important and forgiveness is huge, right? We have to we have to let people do the crime, serve their time or not serve their time. We can rehabilitate people. Is that correct? Yeah. You would you would say that that is what most people I think everyone's seeing the tie. You see where I'm going with this? Seeing the tie you here. see where I'm going with this? But God fucking help you if you say one thing wrong. Wrong. I'm putting wrong in air quotes because I mean, who are you, God, to judge me? But like, if you say anything that falls slightly out of line with the zeitgeist, then you're quote unquote canceled. And I'm like, interesting. I thought everybody deserved redemption. I thought everybody deserved a second chance. I thought we could be intelligent enough to hear someone out and to correct them lovingly if they're dead ass wrong about something. Move on. And I hope to God, like, if you're scared of cancel culture, then to me, I'm like, a grow up. B like. If you're scared of count, ca- ca- if you are scared of cancel culture, to me, I'm like, do you not know how to hold yourself accountable? Because if I fuck up and someone's like, hey, you fucked up, I hope to God that A, I have the opportunity to hear them and apologize, and that B, it won't forever ruin my reputation. Well, I think that's actually 
the point yeah. is that people are not scared of being accountable. I've seen some people that have gotten canceled that are that have not been been accountable and have not kind of come forward and do and have done those things, um, which is like you know that's what we are asking basically. That's what people are asking. Yeah. But I have seen people, you know, come forward with an apology and then they like they are kind of they have to go you have to go away away yeah and then and i think that's what people's fear is they're yeah. like i'm gonna make a mistake yeah and then i am gonna apologize for my mistake but it won't be enough it never is and i will and i'll you know say what i'm gonna do differently and even if i did it differently i know what do we want from people it, well totally what do we want and who's the judge yeah who who is in the court of public opinion going um no this person may never work again and oh no this person they've done a good enough job of apologizing on youtube okay well, you know it's so crazy so everyone has to watch the hillsong documentary no you have to watch the hillsong documentary you're into this you oh told me this God. multiple times so it's must be so huge well i you. think f growing up in that religious kind of world and then seeing what that mega church like did and the and the way that they moved through everything and the like i never paid attention to like justin bieber's priest or whatever the fuck he was mm -hmm. pastor dude um i remember seeing that in the media but like not really paying attention to it but what's so funny again with the cancel culture versus mm -hmm. whatever is this guy like totally was you know preying on women and like super fucked up mm -hmm. super fucked up gets caught he's married um you know they're working on it sure. he's totally wife is right dark, by his side wife sure. by his side and all these people are still commenting because she's still active she's in a pyramid scheme now which i think is incredible incredible um happy for her really <laughs> i made some i'm like i can't we got to have the money Do you want to work from, for yourself you girl boss literally that like <laughs> Do you want to own your own so business selling money on my someone own else's time. products insane but all the comments on her because i got really into them all the comments on her profile and his current are like oh my god like he saved so many people's lives like he's i like you know everybody makes mistakes he needs to get back up and preach again. Like his impact is greater than, you know, the mistakes that he made. And I'm like that two things, one Christian forgive, like interesting, yeah. what we, yeah. what Christians choose to forgive. I'm right. sure if it was a woman, it'd be a different, fucking different story. story. But second of all, I was like, Oh my God, his deeds, his ability to convert people to Christianity or is like what made the him, thing. Yep, like yep, he was such a yep, good, I see where you're going. he was such a good, enigmatic speaker that he should be forgiven it's like you can earn your forgiveness yeah. by like being a certain yeah. way or like flexing a certain skill so oh like now a material value is being assigned to a human yeah and the only way that you're forgiven is if you are your material value mater yeah right. if your material value is worth yeah. what the people deem that it is worth and it's greater than you know quote unquote greater than your mistake which i was like ew all i'm gonna say is um obama did kill a lot of people with drones we don't want to hear that. Can he be forgiven? Has he apologized? I don't know. This is some bullshit.